This is Hers and Hers and His, a Threes Company podcast. I'm Tucker. I'm Matteo. And I'm Jinx. Prompted laughter. This is not my usual laughter for no reason. <laughs> as, as a friend pointed out to me after listening to some episodes of the podcast, he was like, I really like the funny guy. I'm like, there's only two guys on the show, me and Tucker. He's like, yeah, Tucker. I like that Tucker guy. He's like, you, you just laugh all the time for no reason. Oh. <sighs> I, don't, I don't think you're like. You're like the Robin Quivers of his and hers and hers and his. Oh my gosh. I feel like that's what I am. Because I'm always just like repeating what you guys say. I have a hard time. Oh my gosh. Thinking of this (laughs) podcast in any way analogous to the Howard Stern show. Right. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it. I don't think it. uh, doesn't it's not a one-to-one <laughs> that's for I sure feel compelled to laugh but now i'm scared to laugh so i'm not gonna laugh you should laugh you when you feel I'm like the, laughing the, let it let guy. it out how about that how about that, that from now on matteo is saying is he's gonna be the serious guy from now on yep well that'd be weird and another thing listeners did you know that jinx and i are married <laughs> Oh, yeah. Did you guys know Some that? Some people don't know that. Some people don't Let's, know that Jinx and Tucker are married. We've Pop been married. Quiz. We've been married the whole time. The whole time. <laughs> that's, funny. that's not that's a pop quiz. That's a fun fact. Yeah, that's a fun fact. Man, we came into this episode like hot on complaints, and I feel I led the charge. I'm very sorry. We need to redirect our I mean, energy. I, I feel like we must have mentioned that we were married, but I feel I feel like it had to have happened. I feel like we had to have, but maybe we've just lost track of everything we've ever said. And maybe some people wisely, <laughs> like wisely, jumped over the first few episodes. Thinking, oh, smart! Podcasts choice. kind of suck right. when they start. Smart choice. Let's jump yeah. a little further in, and maybe we, you know, and now we've got all our it. bits down. Yeah, <laughs> all our bits. You know, like what? What do you think? Everything. Right. Yeah. Right, when did we right. cement that dynamic? <laughs> I don't know. No. Episode. Do you guys have like a an episode where you tell people to jump in? Oh, oh I don't gosh. know. I should figure it out because like before we had question. done so many, I had told people to go to like at least three or four yeah. to get a feel for it. No, that's. But good, now that's we're so far in. I bet it. I bet it gets better even. From <laughs> Until now, we're where so it's just humble. Amazing. Wow. Like, right now. You know, like now, when it's just incredible, riveting. It's the best podcast anyone's ever heard. I heard, I heard people saying that. That's all. You heard that it was back hotter than ever. Hotter than ever is what I heard. Hotter than ever. That's what I've been hearing from the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hers and hers and his, featuring lady businesses Jinx Jenkins. Right. She's back and hotter yeah. than ever. It's true. Guys, guys, we're not here to talk about me. 
Aren't we? No. We're here to talk about episode 24. Are you talking about Birdsong? <laughs> Birdsong with this weird artistic title. Birdsong. Oh my gosh, it originally aired May 9th, 1978. Oh, they skipped right oh. over my birthday? They must have gone on. That's hits. today. That's Wait, today. What? Yeah. Today is May 9th. Well, not when we're releasing not, the podcast. Right. No, course, but, but I mean, right now, as we're recording. Oh, that's wow. That's fascinating. What are the chances of that? Wow. That's interesting. I'm bad huh. at math, so... I thought I think the last episode aired in like February. Or something. Yeah, it says it was tape. This was recorded in February, but it didn't air until May. No, but the last episode like aired in February. Oh, or March. maybe maybe there was they a were break. they were probably just like oh Tucker's gonna be born. Let's Everybody take hold a hiatus. off. We gotta wait for Tucker and Jinx to Tucker be born. and Jinx to show up, and then we'll Aww. reconvene. That's what happened. That's so we're both born now. Now we're born. We're both. We're all born now. In the That's chronology true. of the show, mm-hmm. we all exist now. Okay, great. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad we got that settled. <clears throat> okay, Yay, we did it. Now, uh, bird song. Bird song. Madame Matilda. Right. Bird, yeah. What did crystal Madame, balls? What did yeah. Balls what did I say? say? Okay. Let's see what I think you said. Okay. Again. Again, not an accurate representation of what you suggested. Right. Just the best mm-hmm. I could do, scribbling as fast as I could. Bird song <laughs> is about Stanley doing his peeping Tom binoculars thing. He oh, witnesses a crime a and fears that they may return to do more crime. Right. And Helen thinks he's <clears throat> looking at women. And then Jinx summed it up by saying it's – Three's company rear window. Right. Yeah, that's, that's I remember really this. Yeah, that would have been that would have been a good episode. Yeah, but that's that not what we got. Great that's episode. not what happened. There's nothing like the episode. No, that we got. Okay. Okay. Are we Here's ready? what we did get. Here's what we did get. Ready? Mm-hmm. All right. We open. on your mark. Get set. Go. All right. We <laughs> open on the apartment, the kids' apartment. You know the one. Yeah, we've I been there many it. times before. And they have one of my favorite things happening, which is when they have out that really, like, it's like a nice, heavy, antique wooden table mm. that they have out in front of the kitchen door in the living room. It's like their dining table. It's like their table, dining, yeah. But I don't know where it is. You don't know where it is? Normally. Normally. You know what I mean? Is it right. just like out of camera Sorry. side? yeah. Yeah. No, the kids. The kids, where they when they have their dining table. When out. they have their dining table. Out oh in front yeah. Of the, yeah, where does that thing go? Yeah, I think it's just like right out of camera sight. Yeah, it's got normally be. it's just they just move it. Um, it has to be right. Yeah, or else they have a storage unit downstairs. And they <laughs> they t- go down and get the table and up. No, have a sit down. <laughs> it's dinner. too nice for that. They couldn't um, be banging it up and down the stairs all the time. But anyway, at that table sits Larry and Jack playing blackjack. That's right. Wait, and I thought they were playing poker. No, they were playing blackjack. Oh, okay. And he says, and he calls yeah, him Jack. Diamond mean, Jack Tripper, cards. the gambling fool. Oh, yeah. That's what Larry <laughs> calls him. <laughs> and, Which gets uh, a laugh. I was like, <laughs> all right. Yeah. So the first time we watched this, um, we were in bed and, because we're married. Right. 
and, and um, together. And Tucker was like, Tucker said, like, well, I, you were kind of falling asleep when we watched this. How much do you remember? And this is how much I remember. Okay. <laughs> I remember. So right I remember him calling him Diamond Jack Tripper or whatever, and that was it. So basically, line one and of the entire show. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and then I was asleep. Great. Yeah. Okay, but then what happens? Leaving me to finish bathing the children and get them to bed because we're married. <laughs> because we're married. Um, so <laughs> with children, <laughs> as they're playing blackjack, and Larry's beating Jack, and he's got him like three bucks or something, he's got mm-hmm. three dollars out of him, and some change, three dollars and change. Yeah, and he yeah. asks him about uh, the girl in Jack's cooking class, Inga. The Swedish girl oh, in Jack's cooking class. And uh, Jack is going on about how, you know, yeah, he'd like to, he can't get her to go out with him. And, uh, and of course, they talk about Swedish women, you know, how you would. Yeah, you know how, how you would talk about Swedish women. Uh-huh. You know, back then, it just goes to show how people talk like how much more of an awareness there was about the rest of the world at that point. Yeah. And right. that there were like these mythological creatures known as Swedish women. Uh huh. Swedish women. What do you yeah. think they were? Like, well, what do you imagine when you're Swedish like, oh, it's films. a Swedish woman? I think that's what it was. Like the Swedish, Swedish films, films that came yeah. over here and had like graphic sex in them. And right. Stuff. There were a lot of those. Like, were they all like, oh, so really? Yeah. And they were all tall, blonde. That was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's a weird. We can trust Tucker about Swedish sex films. He probably knows all about them. Yeah. I mean, I don't know all about them, but I've seen some of them. You know, it's what I do. We're married. So it's okay okay if I watch them. Now, Inga, Jack wants Inga to go out with him. And Larry says, Larry has at the beginning, though, when he's like, speaking of something. Oh, yeah. He's like, speaking of something, how's that blonde in your cooking class? And it's really funny. I can't remember remember what he says. Damn it. I don't have it either. Oh, well. Anyway, Larry. Oh, but Jack says, uh, Hurt me when he's talking about her. He yeah. says, "Hurt me, uh, uh, hit me, but hurt me." We feel like he says that a lot, and we don't know if he said it yet. So we think this he might be the that. first time. Yeah, this is his first time saying it, and it's kind of a catchphrase he has. It is. Yeah. Is oh, it? I don't remember or are we just misremembering? It. No, I'm pretty sure. He says, "Like well, hurt gonna, me." This is out. okay. Yeah, we got to keep an eye on this because <laughs> if it doesn't. If he doesn't do it, but you thought that he had this, that's one of the things Jack Tripper says. Hurt me. Yeah. Like he's a mask or something. I can hear him saying like, hurt me, mama. I can hear him saying it to Janet. Uh Uh-huh. I can, I can hear it. Like I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, We got to pay attention from now on. So the hurt me tally is at one, I think. Um, Oh, and then he says, so then Larry's like, you got to wine and dine a Swedish girl like Inga. Yeah, Inga. She's not going to go for an egg McMuffin and French fries. God, they name check McDonald's and food all the do. time. A lot. Yeah. Didn't Helen say something about a Big Mac? Yeah, they said back? Big Mac and they talked about the McDonald's French fries and then egg McMuffin. Crazy. Um, 
oh, but the uh, the this is where they start. He says he says that if you if you wine and dine them, they'll say thank you in the nicest of ways. So thank you becomes code for sex. Yeah. At this point, uh, <clears throat> like end of the date, mm-hmm. sex saying yeah. thank you. Yuck. Yeah, and then uh, so then Janet Janet shows up. She's been at work all Saturday morning. Right, it's a Saturday. She had to come. That's in. the point. And uh, she's. Why did she have she, to go to work on a Saturday morning? Maybe they had a big wedding. There was some big event, you know. Yeah, you know how Flora. She are. wasn't dressed to like do labor, though. You know what I'm saying? Like she just like they had like a meeting. Yeah. Well, maybe she had to, you know, present like take the flowers, be part of the to the thing event to put the event together. So she had to. It doesn't dress matter. Plus, it really doesn't quick, matter, you guys. I was put off by Janet's hair from the beginning of this episode. I don't <laughs> like this weird mullety. You know like, what, though? Blown out. I was thinking this whole episode, I was like, I remember my mom's hair looking exactly like Janet's hair. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember my mom having that same, yeah. like, that How same blown that out look? perm hairstyle. It's blown out perm, right? Yeah. It's like fluffed out, picked That's out nice. perm. Blown oh, out boy. perm. Probably an Ogilvy perm. <laughs> oh, mm. by the way i sent a link in the chat uh because i was able to find evidence that hurt me is indeed <gasps> it's a catchphrase a phrase associated with three's company it Excellent. Is. where did you send it in the chat here in in the, in oh, the oh, where's that interface that we use oh my god i don't even I, know, I don't how, even to know use, how to, how to do that it. Wow. I knew something over you guys with the computer. This is great. Oh, chat. Look at that. Well, our computer screen's broken. Remember, so we can't can't see half of it. Right. There it is. Oh, Oh, no. Okay, it's just a different tab. Hold on. Hurt me. A hurt me (laughs) t-shirt. I feel like this is loose evidence, you guys. This is just like a a cartoon (laughs) version of of Terry, Janet, and Jack. And it says, Why is it Terry? Terry is not. <laughs> yeah, that's. Oh, Jinx. Jinx. We'll get to that. Jinx just whipped that up. Yeah, I just so made that and posted it on, like, on T Republic real quick or whatever that is. <laughs> okay, so. T Public. T Public. So Janet calls out that Larry's. Uh, she's like, Why are you playing cards with Larry? You know he's a better cheater than you are. Right. And then Larry's uh, feigns some, you know. Indignation about that, and then says he's going to leave anyway. And uh, and she says, "Don't forget your marked cards." And then he takes those, <laughs> and he says, "I'll see you at the Regal Beagle later." It's all really awkward. It's weird. Like there's it cuts, weird cuts to Larry, and he points like right at the yeah camera, kind of, and he's like, "I'll see you at the Regal Beagle later." And then, and it cuts then it away cuts, again. and Janet and Jack are by the table where the phone is suddenly. Mm-hmm. Right as Larry's door is shut, like the shut, the door is shutting behind Larry. But it cuts like it's weird. It's all weird. I thought for sure when we watched it. Well, when I watched it and she slept through the Pluto TV version, that there was <laughs> stuff cut out there. But there wasn't. It was just no, it was weird. Just cut weird. Um, but this is where Jack starts like 
pawing all over Janet and like oh smooching God, on her and like out everywhere. He's just like going going to town. Like Jack's all revved up because of the Zynga gal, I guess. Yeah. And then he follows he she like makes him get down on his knees and then he Werver Peaseltons to the kitchen after her. He Werver Peaseltons uh. on his knees. <laughs> It was gross. That whole moment where he's like panting and wervering so hard uh, <laughs> through the kitchen door, even wervering. Yes. <laughs> oh man. And then she and then she sticks that banana right in his Peaselton, which I yeah. was so happy. Yeah. Gross. Shuts him up, but he just keeps but it coming. Was, but they, but they were like do they were really close. They were like kind of again. There's that sort uh-huh. of weird intimacy that those two well he also has it with chrissy i I don't know i have never seen a situation where everybody's more with janet well in this episode especially like this is like they have that playful uh flirting thing going on but like in this section like he's like he wants to fuck her yeah he's like he's like he's trying to get yeah (laughs) go that's the vibe that I got, and I don't know why we don't address it. Oh, speaking of other things that we don't address, was it weird when Janet said as Larry was leaving, like, and don't forget your marked cards? And Jack didn't say anything. Did, was, yeah, why? he was just Did like, we just, we just accept that Larry Yeah, we just cheats. accept that Larry's a cheater. Yes. I mean, okay, fine. I, it seemed like it was, like, setting us up for a laugh line. Jackson Burger. And then nothing. Nothing. Cut to... The appearance of Werbert Peaselton. So far, I mean, this is this episode is just a circus of bonkers. Good. Is that what you're trying to say? (laughs) Such a good one. We got Werbert Peaselton, Larry cheating at cards. (laughs) What's not to love? So Chrissy wakes up. Chrissy wakes up, comes into the kitchen, and uh, so they're sitting at the table, and this is where Janet upset that she's been working all morning and like mm-hmm. reveals that she's been she given overtime all week uh, and she's been given a bonus yeah in the form of right. two front row tickets uh-huh. to tomorrow night's frank sinatra concert now this is 1978 and i don't know about you guys but i remember frank sinatra concert tickets in the 90s going for like thousands of dollars uh-huh. wow really I can't imagine anybody would just yeah. give Janet, flower shop worker, two tickets. I mean, ostensibly those Front things row. Were like two, three hundred bucks. I yes. mean, I mean, Larry comments that he can get a certain price for them. Later. He says he can he says get he can get fifty dollars for them if he scalps them. That's what he says. Oh, what's fifty dollars in current time? Well, that's probably. I'm about to find out. I mean, keep talking. I mean, oh, yeah, okay. So, anyway, okay. front row t- tickets to Frank Sinatra, and Jack is like, oh, well, that's not an Egg McMuffin. And so we know that he wants them for, to, to impress Inga and maybe get her to say thank you in the nicest possible way. Thank you, quote unquote. Quote it's about unquote. $225. Her. Sure. $225? Hmm. Is that for the Peria okay. thing? Okay. Or was he thinking think 50 bucks each. a piece? No. I think each. Yeah, each. It's got to be each. It's got to be each. Okay. Um, and that then, makes more sense to me. And then Chrissy says she also wants one. And uh, 
and then so Janet starts um, she gets that they both want it so she starts using it to have them make her coffee don't they all start making out right then again no I feel like they're all like yeah is there more making out yeah, right I then? I feel like they all are like being all snoozed yeah. totally up with Janet. Hmm. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe it's just so know. ubiquitous maybe I, at this yeah, point. Yeah, I just like, didn't even write it down. Just <laughs> assuming it's happening. So they're taking turns going down on Janet and the kitchen table and trying to get these tickets. <laughs> um, exactly. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, so... But she's like really taking advantage of it. She's like, I want some coffee. And Jack's like, I'll get it. That's my department. Yeah. And she's like, I also want a cookie. She's like, I'll get that. And he's like, get out of my cookie jar. And I think it cuts there on Pluto TV, goes down to the Ropers at that point because I didn't remember. Uh-huh. But it goes on. Yeah. And because, on. and then, and then when we come in on Pluto TV, there's clapping. And I'm like, what is everybody right. clapping about? So this goes on. So what were they clapping about? Nothing. They're clapping about useless stuff that got cut out for no reason. I don't yeah. – for, for the best reason. It's just – yeah, because more of belong. that. They're doing this for her. They're doing that for her. Let me rub your feet. No, let me rub your feet. So then they spread her legs apart and under the table and there's oh. a whole thing like that. And it's just it just the, goes on It's forever. just the same thing over and yeah. over. Um, That's really sad. So then we go to the Ropers – Go downstairs to the room. And Stanley is talking to the bird. As usual. As usual. And uh, Helen is upset because she wants more attention than the bird. And Right. She says, why don't you treat – we should treat me as good as you treat that bird. And he says, all right. You're a pretty little boy, aren't you? Ugh. So weird. And then he smiles and laughs. And laughs. And, and she says she's thinking about sprouting feathers. Uh-huh. That's weird. It's weird. It's all so weird. It's so dumb. What did you think of the first of her two caftans this episode? Mm. I really like the orange, the fluorescent orange accessories that she was with the purple with it. Yeah, and you know what? There's a little bit of um, like a navy in her pattern. Yeah, that I thought looked really nice next to Stanley's vest, although. He was wearing that weird navy vest yeah. for no reason. He just had like a tan, tan pants and a tan shirt on with a white undershirt. He looked like a janitor. And then once yeah. he put that that blue vest, I guess that's what made it like home casual. It was the it, I did not like the wardrobe this week. <laughs> no, that it was, was weird. so dumb. Stanley the looked wardrobe, like he yeah, he was not in some place and then just came home. Like that's what he looked like. He had been out yeah. somewhere doing something and then had arrived home and kind of gotten halfway comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, like I can see that outfit working like if he worked at like if in the nineteen seventies there was Best Buy, that's exactly where he would have been working. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that it was not it was not a good look. Maybe if there was something like that look, but bank I, teller maybe. Something going on in the costuming department during this because Cocaine. Helen's yeah. Well, we'll talk about that. Okay. All right. Um, okay. So Helen reveals that oh, tomorrow, tomorrow is, is their anniversary. That's right. Their wedding anniversary. Because them, like Jinx and I, are married. married. <laughs> and, um, so I'm trying not to laugh. I'm trying not to laugh. I just don't want to be the laughing guy. Whatever, fine. Fine, whatever. It it's funny, fine. Though. But it was funny. This is a great day. We're married. It's, it's, 
So, uh, so that's that's basically all that happens in that scene. Yeah, and that's we, it. That's it. Then we go to the Regal Beagle, mm-hmm. and uh, Jack, Janet, Chrissy, and Larry are all at a table, and they're Just still like Larry foretold. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the, the, the prophecy from earlier. Um, <laughs> and they're still doting all over. Janet to get these tickets and Jack goes to get her a drink. And Jack just wants the tickets because he wants to take Inga. Yeah, because he's horny. That's the only reason he wants the tickets. He's super horny in this one. Why does Chrissy want the tickets? Does she have any good reason or does she just want them? She just wants to go. She loves Frank Sinatra. Yeah. She loves Frank Sinatra. Great. Okay. Um, And now Larry... Which is weird. Yeah. (laughs) So now Larry's like, while Jack's away at the bar, Larry's making a play for the tickets. Because at first he's like, I can scalp him for $50. But then he tells this Mm -hmm. long story where a lady says to him, young master, she said, I can't remember what it was. I don't even remember the story. In the story, she calls him young master. It's some homeless lady on his block who loves Frank Sinatra yeah. or something. <laughs> she sells something on his – I can't remember. It's, it's really it's stupid. Just, it's, so, it's so dumb. And then um, – so as Jack's coming back with the beer, Roper enters – Stanley Roper enters. <laughs> I, I'm going to reconstruct this like the Zapruder film. Okay, so okay. Stanley enters the Regal Beagle as Jack's approaching the table – and Stanley comes up behind as Jack's presenting the beer and saying it's all paid for to Janet. Uh-huh. Stanley sits in Jack's seat right behind him, and Jack then proceeds to sit on top of Stanley on Stanley's lap. On Stanley's lap, yeah, right. It's, it's a masterful. It is one one quick motion too. It's all very nicely done. Yeah, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like that. I like that part. Yeah, that that's nice. that's worth like six stars. Well, the reason Stanley's there is because he got Helen an anniversary gift. Yes. And it's a parakeet and it's in a box. Right. Never With heard of this. Like I've never yeah. seen someone in a buy shoe a, box. a boxed parakeet before. Yeah. And he's got a hen. I have never seen that. No. And he's got what? It's a hen. He's going to, he's going to, he's going to mate with her. Yeah. He's going to mate with her. He says, yeah, which is weird, which is weird. Yeah. It's a weird way to say it. He's going to mate his parakeets. Anyway, he might try to mate with her. He he can't take it home. That's what he says. Yeah. I'm going to try to mate with her. Yeah. Yeah. And Larry, I think Larry says that that Mrs. Roper will be thrilled. Larry, I don't think is at the table. Larry and Chrissy go to play darts. Okay. I think just Janet and, yeah. and Jack are at the table at this point. Um, but he can't take the parakeet home because it's not the anniversary yet. So he decides that Janet should just take the parakeet home with her. Yeah. Can you watch this bird till tomorrow when I, I can do. give it to my she wife keeps saying no. for our anniversary? And then he keeps cutting her off and then he finally just leaves. Yeah. What a weird it's thing. Weird. A bird in a box? It's so weird. If you had bought a live animal and somebody did not want to take care of it, I would not leave it with no. that person. I think this is a too familiar landlord situation. Yeah. Too, you know, it's intimate too familiar. It's too intimate. Too intimate <coughs> landlord. Intimate landlord situation. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Intimate it's landlord. excessively intimate. 
Do you know, do you know that thing about the two, about the, uh, the cup of coffee and the puppy? What? What? Whatever. (laughs) It's a thing of how you're supposed to like, how you're supposed to evaluate like your feelings about someone is whether you'd want to have a cup of coffee with them. And then that tells you like, you know, like the first part and then whether you'd leave a puppy with them so that, so you can tell like where they fall on your friendship scale. That's supposed to be a Those thing. are the criteria. I don't criteria think the puppy thinks where they you fall think, on your some of us scale. aren't like puppy people. I didn't say I thought I agreed with it. I'm just yeah, saying I've heard this as a There's got to be some alternative for that part. The coffee part's yeah, I, useful. I agree. Fine, guys. Jeez, I'm sorry. Know. It's just a thing I read well, about. Well, thanks for bringing us out. Okay. Okay. Anyway, it's a commercial break. Oh, it is. Let's go to commercial. Oh, it's after commercial. Yeah, he leaves, and then there's a commercial break. Oh. All right. Here we are. Well, selling products. God. Got any products to sell? Products to sell. What's the thing I think of? I always think of that time I got the My Pet Monster. Do you remember the My Pet Monster? I remember I remember the My Pet Monster. Do you remember those, Matteo? The toy. Oh, yeah. But that wasn't the 70s. That was more the 80s. Yeah, it was the said, 80s. No? I just think about it because that was one of the first times I remember being like, I saw a thing on a commercial and then was like, I'm going to get it. And then I did. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Really worked hard. Yeah. <laughs> didn't I I remember like in the 70s a big thing to have was like a Nerf ball because Mm. you could play with it inside the house because it was just like a foam ball Nerf balls were everywhere oh I was not allowed to throw the Nerf in the house house. no way I I probably wouldn't have been had I wanted to did you guys have an etch a sketch? Oh that was yeah, I had an etch a sketch. Oh yeah. Wait, what were those? What were those like um, track cars called? You know, the cars that had like a little spark. Yeah. And they went on a track, and you. Yeah, race cars. Uh, remote control, but they weren't remote control. No, you just hit the button. You held the and button. It had a cord or a trigger sometimes. Yeah, what were those yeah. called? You know. They were. I forget. Cars. I know what you're talking about. They would just race. Cars. I guess just like a race track. Because they were yeah. like little electric oh, yeah. cars. Yeah, they were electric yeah. race track. Yeah, yeah, but it. there was, but there were tons of those sets. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, they were super weird. Yeah, I would zap myself every now and again on them. And my, our one of our family friends, they had like a whole like thing set up on their back patio of like a whole right. table of like the the track and stuff. Wow. Oh my god, it was amazing. <laughs> Did you guys have a Simon? Do you remember that? Yeah, my brother was really good at it. Oh, I was not good at it. It used to freak me out. It freaked you out? Why did it freak you out? Because I would try to remember the melodies, but I couldn't. I would remember the melodies, but not. I wouldn't associate a color with a tone. I couldn't. Like I just, you had to be good at playing Simon as a musical instrument, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I just. I never got it long enough before I started playing and my brother and sister would come along and ruin everything. And then I, I just couldn't get very far. I wasn't very good at it, but I, I was much better at speak and spell because I really loved reading and I liked to get, I, I, I loved, you know, I had a speak and spell. To, I loved speak and spell. L L O R 
That voice. H. <laughs> the correct answer is apple. I'm like, oh. A. Um, but I think yeah, I think the most that. quintessential '70s toy was definitely Star Wars toys, Star Wars action figures. I had a lot of which, those. like an idiot, my mom, I just let her throw them all away after mm-hmm. a certain time. But like, they yeah. are worth so much money now. It's insane. Yeah, my brother let my mom give all of his to a little boy that was in her class who didn't get any Christmas presents. Yeah, so that's super sweet and all, but also. Yeah, goes all I held toys. on to them for a long, long time. Some of them. Yeah. And then I just I did. You guys? Did you guys have a light bright? Oh, remember light bright? Yeah, I had a light bright. You didn't have a light bright. I didn't have any of those. I didn't have a speaking spell. I didn't have Simon. I think a cousin had Simon, and I got like I tried it, but it, you know I could. Yeah. See, was, these are all these were all pressure. like in the mid range, cheaper toy range. And so I, I feel not the speak and spell as much, but like the light bright wasn't that expensive. So I feel like that's why I had it. <laughs> I had lots of Star Wars toys. Yeah. You were more the imagination mm. kid than the creation kid. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I was definitely a making creation kid. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't that. What were you doing? Yeah, what were you I liked, doing? I like those kinds of puzzle games. I had like Connect Four. I really liked that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Battleship. <sighs> Remember Battleship? Yeah. Oh, Battleship is just infuriating to me. Really? Yeah, I just get all nervous and anxious. I don't, huh. A lot of games make me anxious. Like that. What's that one? War as hell, honey. What's the game that had the little? Um, oh my god! It had like the dice letters in it, and you had to Boggle? like pop it. Boggle. Was it Boggle that you popped the oh, thing? That isn't it? No. no, Boggle. No, the pop, the pop, pop. Oh, what was that called? I know what game you're talking about. I love that game. No, no, it's concentration <laughs> that I'm thinking of. It's concentration where they would you set the timer and it would pop and all the pieces would pop out. Huh? Remember that fucking game? I didn't. That's yeah. that's operation. No, operation no, has the don't. ones that you touch with the tongs. Yeah, and you gotta try to get them out without touching the sides. Because it buzzes. But concentration was something else. Yeah, check out concentration because it had like a timer and you had to put these pieces together. And then if you didn't get them in there in time, they would all pop out. Oh, those little yellow pieces. Yeah. I swear. And you had to match them. Yes. That game is like to blame for all of our anxiety as a generation. I'm sure of it. Because it is infuriating. These pedestrian little games. I'm just, I'm upset thinking about it. It's so annoying. Just pop! God, fuck! After you work so hard, I don't think I ever played that. Oh, you were smart. I was a genius. Stayed away from that. Did you guys ever get into Shrinky Dinks? Nope. I had Shrinky Dinks as an adult. Mm -hmm. I found them somewhere and made some Shrinky Dinks. I don't remember really having them as a kid. I had color yeah, forms. They, you were supposed to put them in the oven, and they shrank down into little hard plastic pieces. That you could choke on. Hmm. <laughs> what fun. It's so crazy, the, the games and toys that were popular in those days. I mean, it was just like, wow, kids today would just be like, what kind of caveman yeah. entertainment are you guys 
into. It was all like electrical danger too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it really. was all electrical danger. Can we just? I mean, my gosh. <sighs> okay. All right. Back at it. All right. Okay. So we come back from commercial mm-hmm. and Stanley's talking to the bird again. Right. And, um, Helen comes through and says, comes in and says she's, she's been going through a jewelry box. Yes. Hinting. Hinting. And he says. About the anniversary present. Yeah. He says, I already got you a present. Right. And uh, she says, well, what color is it? Ugh. And he says, yellow. Yellow. And she says, like gold? Mm-hmm. And he says, kind of. And she says, would it by any chance go on my finger? And he said, it might with a little encouragement. Ah, some of these jokes. Come just on. answered the question. That's a bird poop Stanley, joke. Just directly. Just <laughs> either. Oh, God. Okay. And, uh, Chrissy rings the bell, comes Chrissy in and asks for Stanley. Mm-hmm. And Helen goes to make him some cocoa because she's so excited. Was so pleased with her present. <laughs> so pleased. And uh, Chrissy asks for some food for the bird. It's, right, because they don't have any food or water. Yeah, for the they don't bird. have any water for well, yeah, the bird. But doesn't a bird drink out of like a special thing, or do they just drink out of a cup or something? They can drink out of a little yeah. cup. Yeah, it's that weird oh, the, okay. that ball thing that that uh, is the hamster water uh, that you're thinking. Oh yeah, the hamsters <laughs> drink out of the. Weird they have to thing. push it back with their tongue to get the water to come out. It's the weirdest thing. But oh. It works. Gross. Um. <laughs> Anyway. Anyway, she get, he gets her a little sack of bird seed. Mm-hmm. But then Helen comes out and says, what are you, what are you doing? And then, we did. We did. That's what she says. <laughs> she, get, she comes out of the kitchen and says, we did. We did. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. I'm laughing. <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm doing it. We did. Um, and... Chrissy says that she needs they, she, that, that they're out of her, food. They're out of she food. Needs food. That yeah, they're right? out of food. Yeah. And that's well, she says she's going to say we need food for the bird, or, and Stanley cuts her off and is like, right. "Oh, we're out of food." Yeah. <laughs> he ends up eating the bird seed to show her how great it is. Yeah, that he's trying to convince Helen that that's a perfectly normal thing to send the kids to eat. So then he eats all the bird seed, and Helen sends her <laughs> he home with a roast all chicken. Of it. It's just so crazy. He eats all it's of just it. so crazy. He just stands there and eats it all. <sighs> so then we go back up to the apartment, and Jack's looking in the the shoebox through the hole at the bird, and Janet's sitting next to him on the couch. And they decide they're going to let it out of the box. Not yet. Oh, Chris, uh, Chrissy, Chrissy comes. comes in, and she comes in with says she's got half a roast chicken in a bag. Right. That Mrs. Roper gave her. He says, what happened to the bird seed? She said, Mr. Roper ate it. Right. Big laugh. Crowd loves it. Crowd loves it. Jack's confused. Um, so this is where he takes the bird out. Because she says, why don't you give, take that bird out and give it some air? Now, was the bird that he was holding alive, was that a real parakeet? Oh, it, it looked, it looked like, like it. It looked like it sometimes, and then it didn't. But That's so weird. I can't imagine it was alive. Mm-mm. But it sure did. I mean, Jack was selling it. Yeah. The way he was holding it. Selling it. Um, selling it. So uh, 
he takes the bird out and he's he's holding it and they're looking at how cute it is and Helen just appears in the doorway with a pie because you know the kids are out of food mm-hmm. so she's brought up a pie so Jack holding the bird decides that the best thing to do is just to hide it in his shirt real quick <laughs> and so we get the next I don't know. Seems like several minutes. <laughs> the next it's logical not. conclusion is to stick it up his shirt. So just stick it up his shirt. And then so then he's going to wiggle like around. Minutes. Yeah, it feels like it goes on. And it it's does. not even like good, good, like John Ritter physical comedy. It's not even no, like because I was flipping over the couch or anything. I feel like if we had known it was a fake bird and then he had put it up his shirt. Then he could have done a cold kind of wobble wobble dance, and that would have been way funnier. But I was like so concerned for this dumb bird, and I wasn't sure what was happening. Uh, if it was real, like what was going on? It was just so. <laughs> it was not a good bit. No, I didn't yeah. like it. But Helen eventually leaves, and Jack gets the bird back in the box, and then it's uh, it's the next morning, and we're it's in the, the girls' yeah. room. And the girls are in their beds. <laughs> and Jack brings in a tray with coffee toast and the Sunday paper for Janet. Mm. Because he's still trying to get those Sinatra tickets. Right. Because he's really horny. Really horny for Inga. Yeah. Because she'll say thank you. Yeah, in the nicest possible way. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she finally is like, okay. And she she's like wearing it on a um in an envelope on a necklace around her. Yeah, she was wearing neck. it last night at the Regal Beagle. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she slept with it on apparently. And so she takes the envelope off and opens, gives it to him. And he opens it up, and it's only one ticket. Yeah, she's like, I gave the other one to Chrissy. Of course she did. So Jack takes her tray and gives it to Chrissy. That, and of that course he did. That got a huge class. Yeah. Yeah. But he, I thought he handled yeah. that physical comedy really well. I thought that was really, really smart, uh, smartly done. Yeah. Christy just dives right into it. She's so happy. <laughs> and then, uh, so then he's trying to, to, uh, convince her to give him the ticket. And finally he resorts to this, uh, do you love your country bit? Right. And how that... Well, this is after Janet leaves, right? After Janet yeah. leaves, yeah. Can I just say, every time I see Janet now in the... in her nightshirt jersey, mm-hmm. I think yeah. of the original person in the apartment from the from the pilot that was never aired, that other actress. Oh, yeah. And her jersey yeah. was red. And yeah. every time I see Janet in that jersey shirt... I think of this poor actress who didn't get the part, and it feels like a like a little dig at her because they couldn't have used any other pajamas for Janet. Did they have to go with this with the costume that that poor woman did not ever get to wear on the show? <laughs> it's terrible. I, feel I don't know. Her. It really, it really, it really captures Janet. It does. I mean, it does. Her spunky little. They oh, built dude. the show around that costume. Yeah. You're like, this has to be on television. <laughs> um, anyway, he says, uh, 
do you love your country? Because to Inga from Sweden, I am America. And if I told her I was going to take her to see Frank Sinatra, if if I don't take her, she's going to think I'm a liar. She's going to think Americans, that's what Americans do. And next thing you know, he's like, Sweden's a real small country. Word gets around. No more Nobel Prizes. No more operations. To which there was a... <laughs> what, is that? what does that mean exactly? Nervous. I think it's referring to sex change operations. I remember there being like a certain strain of like uh, going to Sweden for an operation kind of jokes. Like maybe that's where it was happening originally or something when they first started doing it. I don't know. I didn't look into it, hmm. but I so thought the laughter was telling. Well, I guess I could be, but that would be weird. <laughs> it's a, no, uh, like it's awkward, a thing I made up. There was like an awkward laughter. Yeah. You yeah. can look it up if you want. Um, anyway, she, she gives him the ticket. She's like, here you go. He's like, you're a great patriot, he says. You're a great patriot. Patriot. And she says, I just like a good lie when I hear one. (laughs) (laughs) So So Jack exits to the main part of the apartment with his ticket. Very excited. He's going to Heads over to the phone to call Inga. Gets her on the phone. While he's talking to her, he walks over to the couch and he sits down right on top of the box that we think has the bird, the bird in it. Yes. He squishes. Did you guys, did you guys hear the, the sound when he sat on the box? Like a. Yes. That was a thing. Yes. Right? Like I didn't mishear yes. that. Mm. No, because I was thinking the whole time I was like, "Then why? The, like, brutal. why is there this weird?" And it's not even a bird sound. Yeah. No, it it's sounds just like, like a weird, it's like a squeaky toy. Yeah, like a squeaky toy <laughs> got squashed. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was yeah. actually a pretty good sound effect because I thought it was funny. Uh, like it sounded like a little bit of like a squeaky toy slash grandma fart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when we watched this the first time and Jinx was asleep. I was sitting there and I went, oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, the audience did too, by the way. The audience did yeah, too. We all gasped. Oh my gosh. Um, so, oh, Ding Dong, he hangs up with Inga. He's just like, oh shit. Yeah, you and know. Janet walks in right at the same moment. And yeah, what happens? Right, and he's like, I, it was an accident, and she's like, well, and he's like, look in the box, and she says, you look in the box, ding dong. She goes towards the door. He goes towards the box, and just before he can get a look in the box, Mister Roper, Mister Roper comes in. He's like, Helen's on her way up here. I'd like to give her her present. In front of everyone. In front of everyone. Yes. So smart. In front of God and everyone. <laughs> and uh, and he's like, well, your bird's not exactly well. And he's like, what are you talking about? What happened? And then Helen shows up. Mm-hmm. 
ready to receive her golden gift. Right. And uh, before, no one has any information. And <laughs> she's like, where is it? And uh, Stanley's about to say something, and Jack says, well, you have, to, you have to shut your eyes and hold your hand up. And he gives her the two golden yellow yellow Frank Sinatra tickets. And of course, Helen is ecstatic (laughs) because she listened to Sinatra in high school. She was a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, how did you, how did you do it, Stan? Oh, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. Yeah. That gets a big laugh too. Yeah. So now help me here because where in time are we? Like, when she comes out in that outfit later, I'm like, uh, yeah, that's what I was talking about with the costumes. That her teeny bopper costume is weird. It's no, what, it's like Europe is that her, from? Okay, wait, it's we're supposed not, to be like fifties, right? It's supposed to be fifties, but it's all seventies colors. Yeah. Well, yeah, because some of those. That's colors, why it has that weird <clears throat> feeling. I think. Something about it is very wrong. She looked like I don't even know. Like, like was that? She looked like a clown. She looked like a clown. Yeah. Like yeah. she looked like a costumed, like a houseless person. Does that make sense? <laughs> but wait, we're jumping yeah. ahead. But we're jumping we're ahead. We're jumping ahead. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. We sorry. have okay. to resolve. We have to resolve that. Okay, so Jack gives Mrs. Roper the tickets yeah. because of what happened to the bird. Yeah. Right. And then they leave and they're So they leave. They're thrilled. And then uh Jack and Janet head back towards the box and they're like, Okay, we're gonna have to check it out. Check it out. And this is when uh Chrissy comes out and says, Oh, I almost forgot about the bird and Jack's like, No, don't don't look, Chrissy. Yeah. And right. he goes, The box is and he opens it. It's empty. Mm-hmm. And Chrissy's like, Yeah, I let him out in the bathroom last night to fly around. And I almost forgot to get him. So stupid. So the bird's fine. And oh, and then Jack um, proceeds to strangle Chrissy. As oh, usual. he does the whole. With Janet in between them. Yes. Yep. Rings her neck. That, that, old, that old bit never gets old. You know, beating a woman. Yeah. Yeah. So then we're on to the tag scene where Helen comes out in her 1950s-esque yeah. poodle skirt, mean, saddle does that shoes. that sense? So I guess then the Ropers are in their 50s at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess okay. so. And that, that ostensibly, that outfit could have happened in the late 40s. I don't. I mean, I guess Frank Sinatra. Yeah. I just don't think of him as part of that culture for some reason. What culture? Like that teeny bopper culture. Yeah, he really wasn't like, like a teen idol. Like, like, like cause if, from I that mean, time, I would think he would be more like an Elvis, right? Right. Yeah. I think, yeah. Or a Frankie Valley. Or, uh, you know, yeah. Fabian. Fabian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fabian. 
Um, she comes out in again that teeny bopper outfit as though yeah. she went to like some rocking Frank Sinatra concert in the fifties. It was so weird. I was and so she's like, wearing it like on top of her like yeah. big caftan type thing too. She's not just <laughs> wearing that it. Right. Something was yes. really weird. Although the it's second caftan she wore in this episode <laughs> where it was just the whole it was pink without any pattern on it, and then she wore the yellow. Uh, accessories. Oh, yeah. I thought that was a pretty yeah. cute look. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. Not as much as that first orange and purple, though. I liked that combo. I like that much better. That was very classic uh, mm. Mrs. Roper. So do you, do you think when she gets there, she looks like a crazy person? Or yeah. Do you think that there's a bunch of No, she looked insane. I did not way. like that costume at all. I didn't get it. She was wearing the saddleback shoes. Is that what they call them? Saddle shoes. Saddle shoes. Saddle shoes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just didn't get the whole thing. I was like, 23 skidoo. (laughs) (laughs) Skidoo. Uh, So then Chrissy knocks on the door. Yeah. Chrissy and Jack have brought the bird. And they bring the stupid parakeet to Mrs. Roper anyway. Happy anniversary. Mm -hmm. And Helen... uh, Gives it or Stanley takes it. He's like, "Oh, great! I'll put it in there so they can do what comes naturally." <laughs> and, and and Helen's like, "Awuga, what do you mean, Stanley?" And he's like, "You know." And then she's like, "Will you excuse us, kids? I want him to refresh my memory." And then drags him into the bedroom. This is yet another time that Mrs. Roper has gotten lucky. Yeah, that's true. It happens that's true. all the time. I don't it know does. what she's doing. <laughs> yeah. It does. Yeah. It does. Poor Mr. Poor Roper. Jack can't get anyone to thank him. Uh-uh. And then he and Chrissy have a weird disco oh, like smash. Yeah, they like. Yeah, what was hips. that? I said, were they trying to end an end oh, SNL sketch? What the hell was that? It was so I, weird. So I don't know. It was so weird. So weird. Oh. It was like a pro commercial. And that's it. That's, <laughs> it. that's true. That's <laughs> true. Well. Oh, boy. This episode so, was just... What do you think? Um, well, notable for the fact that there were no paddykins in this episode. Yeah. I guess Larry's really the only paddykins. He's not mm, a paddykin. He's, he's a regular cast now. now. He's regular cast now. Yeah, at this point. But no um, paddykins. I don't know. I just didn't. I didn't mind it. It wasn't like a bad episode. I thought. I thought it moved. I thought the pacing was pretty good. I thought the jokes were kind of middling, but not a real memorable episode. Not one they're going to submit for an Emmy at any point or at any rate. No. Um, no. But I would give it out of out of five Domini Domini boos. I'm going to go with two point two five Domini Domini boos. Mm. Sure. Yeah. 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 Two and a quarter stars. Okay. Wow. I had three three boos over here. Three dominominibus. Really? That was standard three. You think yeah. it was that much that quality? I don't think I've gone below yeah, you have. three. Wow. You're a real fan. Yeah. You're real. I think I feel like you I bring a much more critical because I was like commenting on how you went under a three. I just like I like things that are that are shitty. <laughs> so like it doesn't I don't knock it necessarily for being a bad one. 
Like, I still kind of like that. I don't think it was bad. I just think it was kind of dull. It was dull. It was dull. There was no real takeaway moments. There was no, like, no, kill was a no bit real, like, or, oh. or super-duper joke. It was all just kind of meh. There was no real great misunderstanding. Just, like, eh. Mm. Parakeet yeah. thing, whatever. And also... Parakeet thing, whatever. You, you can tell by the way that they named the episode oh. Bird, Bird Song. Song. <laughs> Bird song. Call it bird song. Song. Yeah. Is that the way that's how they named it? Bird. Bird song. Like the A line. Hoban, what are we going to call this one? Um, Bird. Song. Song. Yeah, bird song. Bird song. Bird song. 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 One story about the bird. And then you got another story about Frank Sinatra. He sings. That's a song. He sings songs. What do birds and Frank Sinatra have in common? Songs. songs. Bird song. Boom. Bird song. Boom. Hoban. Another Hoban original. That's me typing it in. <laughs> that was Hoban. That was all Hoban. Um, all right. Well, next week is the season finale. What? Oh, my gosh. The end of season two. Right? How many episodes? This is episode what now? 24? Yeah, um, hold on here. Let me just hold on here. So 25 episode order for the season. That's that's a pretty, that's a good number. Yeah, next episode is the last of season two. All right. Are you ready to Cut reach inside your, and... there you go. Ah, swirl them around in your warm hands. Gaze at them. Just gaze right into those balls. Mm, through them even. Tell us what the season finale is about. It's called Uh-oh. Coffee, Tea, or Jack. That's such a terrible title. That is such a terrible title. <laughs> God. Coffee, tea, soda pop, or pee. Um, okay, coffee, tea, or Jack. I'm going to say... Coffee, tea, or Jack? Come on! Can I offer something? Yes. Can Can I offer something? What if we finally see Jack go to a restaurant to work? Oh, wow. I did not see that. Now that is is out of the box thinking. Coffee, tea, or Jack? Like, what if he's... Maybe it's not a full-on restaurant. What if it's just, like, a diner? Oh, Sure. Sure, it could be a diner. And, uh, you know, he gets his first gig and everybody's really excited about him coming down. And instead of being uh-huh. the, the chef, he's just a, a waiter. Yeah. And in order to get out of the situation, he ha- he does a really bad job so he can get fired and get a better job somewhere else. Oh, he's spilling shakes everywhere. That's the A story. And the B story for the Ropers is... Stanley's on a diet and he goes to the diner and he gets just the worst food or the, 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 the best. Okay. He gets like burgers and fries and Helen said, no burgers and fries. You have a, you have, you have health problems. You're on the diet. And, and uh, the manager overhears Helen going crazy and says, triple you're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. There you go. That's the episode. I love it. I love it. The diner owner is played by Bill Hoban. 
<laughs> I've got like three voices, uh, James. <laughs> oh my god, I love it! I love it so much. I can't wait to see. This is like Hoban. Is this does Hoban direct after season two? Because if he doesn't, that'd be hilarious. You put a Bill Hoban cameo in the last episode. Oh my episode. god, he does not direct the first episode of season three. Yeah, I don't think he's. Think yeah, I think done. he's on after season two. Wow. So then we're going to see a real, real change. We'll change in the well, style kid. of the show, probably. Another one All in the right. books. We did it. We really did it. I I'm felt really, like this was I'm a great really, episode. I'm proud of all of yeah. us. And now <laughs> we um, end this episode the same way we always do, by mm-hmm. me losing mm-hmm. my voice, apparently. Oh. It's an interesting mm. twist. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> hmm. Well, all right. Um, <laughs> well, interesting. Okay. Is there any? Do you have any like words of wisdom from me childhood mm-hmm. that someone someone would always say to you? Ah, uh, yes. Don't eat yellow snow, which is ridiculous to say to a kid from LA because I didn't know what they were talking about. Right. Like, what the hell is yellow snow? I remember, you know, comedian Augie Smith? Yeah. Yeah, he once told me a very solid piece of advice. He leaned in really close and he said, just remember that in comedy, the person that works the hardest always gets the thing. Huh. No. no, not hmm. true at all. He told oh, me no, that. Not at all. No, that's terrible. No, he that's said it terrible. totally sarcastically and like just all like bitterly and then just left. Wow. <laughs> all right, Tucker, what are your words? Of wisdom? What do you got? I don't have any. I was just hoping to get a sign off out of it. Oh. Um, you, did you want like a quote from Gandhi or something? <laughs> yeah, until next Be time. Until next word. time. Do you want to see? And until next time. <laughs> uh, no. I've got nothing. I got no ideas for how to end it. How do you end it? You just say goodbye, you guys. Bye. It's weird. It's like I don't want to just like abruptly... Have you guys never hung up a phone? I have no, a hard I time really bad at that. Oh, remember that when you were like a kid? You're like, you hang up first. If like you were yeah, on the phone with somebody, you're like, that's how I feel. I'm like. You, you turn off the it, podcast first. Leave it up to the listeners to turn it off. <laughs> they'll hang up. They'll hang up when they've had enough. Oh boy! No, no, we can't. No, do that. we can't do it. Okay, bye, you guys. We'll bye. talk to you later. Okay, bye. We love you. Bye. bye.